Hey friend, I am so excited you're here. I'm Marianne Anderson. You might know me from This Loud House on Instagram, and I have a secret to share with you. I'm not really an expert, but I have a ton of friends who are. And each week you can join us for inspiring, fun, and practical tips on how to decorate your home, organize your space, take care of your body, chase those dreams, rock that outfit you just got at Target. And girl, we're going to help you with what the heck to make for dinner too. This is the Life Sunny Side Up Podcast. Welcome. I am so excited and just blessed to be sitting down with my friend Crystal today. And you know, I first met Crystal two years ago. This is the two-year anniversary of my Instagram, and I don't even know how I met her, but she had this big account on Instagram, and I maybe had 100 followers, and I remember, Crystal, you were so nice to me, and you answered my questions, and I'm sure you get so many DMs, and I just feel like you are such a genuine person, so... Thank you. That made an impression on me. Thank you. I really do appreciate making real connections on social media. So when people do reach out to me in a private message, I really, I think it's extra special, really, you know, so I really take that time to communicate with people because it's really what I'm all about is making those real life connections. Hopefully I, I do get the chance to meet a lot of people in real life. And that's what's most fun about this connection that we can make. So one day, hopefully we can meet in real life. Yes, I know. I would love to come out West because it is not a sauna like it is in Florida. But (laughs) yeah, you know, I know that and I say this all the time. I know that nothing happens overnight and you are now, of course, a published author and a, you have your own podcast and Instagram influencer and a very impressive bio, but I know none of that happens overnight. I know you're a mom of four and of course married and have a happy marriage, right? Yes. So take us back to the beginning. How, what did that look like for you becoming want to be balanced mama, but take us back to the beginning and kind of for our listeners so that they can understand that progression. Yeah. Well, it's been about 10 years now since I first started my want to be balanced blog And my blog has turned into, you know, many other platforms, like you mentioned, now a podcast and YouTube, Instagram, kind of whatever the trend is, that's kind of, I'm just following the trend, you know, like when Instagram came out, I was like, oh, better jump on the bandwagon, you know? So I try to keep up with all the new, you know, social media platforms and all the different ways you can reach more people. But yeah, it did start with my little blog on blogger.com <laughs> or blogspot. It. I think it was actually originally blogspot. Then it went to blogger, changed their name to blogger. But yeah, then my blog eventually turned into a book just March. My book was finally published and released. And that was an exciting moment for me because, you know, I think a lot of times people get so excited about what they're going to do and, you know, starting up a blog or writing a book or starting a podcast, all those different things that we get so excited about at first. And then we realize, like you said, it's not an overnight success. (laughs) It takes a lot of time and a lot of effort. And the payoff in the beginning really doesn't seem worth it. A lot of times I would think I would question myself a lot like, gosh, you know, is this really worth my time? I'm not getting paid for this at all. And 
I think that my biggest advice to people is don't look at those few people that have had the overnight success. You know, it does happen and it is possible and it's exciting if that does happen for you. But I think always have that long-term perspective in mind and just know that this may take years, but as long as you're enjoying the process, then it can just be a very enjoyable thing to do, which that's always what it's been for me for the most part, because I do get caught up in, you know, questioning the time that I put into it or whether it's even that great of content or why sometimes I felt like I was competing with people that were already doing what I was doing. And it's all about being aware of your mindset and your thoughts and your motivations and maintaining that kind of focus and being in that clear space where you're just really enjoying the creative process of what you're doing and you're not worrying about numbers, about money, about who's doing it better, those types of things that can be really hard. But I feel like over the last 10 years throughout this whole experience of blogging and doing all that I'm doing has really taught me so much. So that's another thing that you can appreciate is that this is, I think of it as a form of college. You know, I'm, I'm going to college and I'm, I'm learning so much in this process and it's giving me that experience that will benefit me in other areas of my life or in other endeavors that I may choose to do in the future. I 100% agree. Don't you feel like it is just a personal growth journey? Yeah. This process. And so let's talk about why you decided to start blogging. You know, 10 years ago, it wasn't like everybody had a blog. It was the beginning and then everybody yeah. had a blog, right? Yes, yes. There's no Instagram, but why did you decide to start blogging? And what did your life look like then? I know you have four kids and so you probably only had one or two. And so what did life look like and why did you decide to start it? I just had my second baby and I think it was, you know, when you first become a mom, it can be quite a shock <laughs> for most people. And like, oh my gosh, like really, I'm, I'm giving my life away, like legit giving my life away to these kids. And it was a big shock for me. And of course I wanted to be a mom, but once it happened, I was like, oh my gosh, like I really don't get that time anymore that I desperately crave to create, to learn, to grow. And so I just felt like blogging was my creative outlet where I could not only express the challenging parts of motherhood and get that out there because it is a form of therapy to to write and to express and and for others to get to read it as well and to respond and interact with me and relate was very helpful during those times. So in the beginning, it really had a lot to do with me needing something of my own as a, a new mom and feeling suddenly trapped and not knowing how to find that balance of being there for my kids and being there for myself. And so it was like my way of documenting my process and trying to find that balance between, you know, the self-care and also feeling as though I was devoting the proper amount of time and energy into my kids and doing all that I could do to make sure that I raise up good kids. But which now my whole perspective on that has changed because I don't think that we really have all that much control <laughs> as much as I thought. You know, in the beginning, my whole message around my blog was okay, 
I am going to teach you guys how to be the perfect mom. I haven't made it yet, but I believe it's possible and I am on a quest to figure out how to do it. And so I was like, sharing okay I I think this is how we do it okay like we need to spend this much time doing that and it was all about it was more about my to-do list and make and trying to fit so many things into one day and now I've come full circle and realized how we really don't have as much control around how our kids turn out as I thought and all I have control over right now is am I enjoying this and I need to stop stressing so much about the future and just really take in the moment more and not see things as good or bad necessarily and just see my kids as themselves and not as a reflection of me and how am I doing as a mom and just really allowing mistakes to happen, allowing things to be what they are and releasing all that pressure that I put on myself in the beginning feeling like, okay, I've got to do this and this and this as if I want to be a good mom, if I want to be the perfect mom, got to make these homemade meals, got to have a perfectly organized home. I got to homeschool my kids. I got to have these special lessons every day. And it's just like, oh my gosh, what was I thinking? (laughs) The pressure is intense. And you think that you woke up one day, Crystal, and you're like, okay, no, this isn't working for me. Or was it just like this slow, like for me, and I think our kids are around the same age. How old is your oldest? My oldest is almost 14. Okay. So my oldest is 13 and my youngest is two. So a little bit, a little bit different, but similar. And yes, don't you think having a, like, I think Owen, is he five? Yeah. So you've got like a teenager and then you've had a toddler at the same time. And mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but it gave me so much perspective on yeah. motherhood and what you said about control is a hundred percent so much is caught rather than taught, right? Yes. Yeah. Which is hard for us because it means we got to have our act together with things. So was this like a slow progression or did you wake up one day and you were like, wait a minute, all these thoughts about motherhood are not really where it's at. Yeah. It was a, a slow progression in the beginning until the last couple of years, I think things really started to speed up and escalate to a level of, I would really call it an awakening. And it was almost an overnight thing where I felt like, holy cow, I've just had this awakening. And my life has completely changed within the last almost year and a half because I was on this spiritual journey where I wanted to grow and I wasn't feeling like I was growing. It was that whole process of doing the same thing over and over, expecting a different result. Mm -hmm. And I was doing that for years and years and years and always feeling frustrated. Like, why can't I get this right? Why am I always feeling overwhelmed? Why am I feeling jealousy and resentment towards other moms that I feel are doing it better than me? Why am I feeling anger towards my husband? (laughs) You know, like all these negative emotions that I found myself consumed with, I couldn't understand. I I just think I got to a point where I thought maybe this is just life where I just feel negative the majority of the time. But I, I couldn't accept that. And I knew that there had to be something better and there had to be something that I'm not getting yet. And so I just really dove into figuring out my spirituality and really taking this journey like head on and being like, hey, I really want to grow. I want to improve. I want to make this better because I don't know why I'm not improving. And my my quest for growing spiritually led me actually led me out of my lifelong religion and I became 
more on my own individual spiritual journey that did not include religion, organized religion. But I do feel like I'm a very spiritual person, but my life has completely changed because my my religion was my life. And I've really completely changed my whole outlook and perspective on life. And it's been really liberating and exciting and scary all at the same time because it's a whole new territory that I've never <laughs> traveled on before. But it's been, I'm, I feel like I'm growing the most since really taking that big leap, which is a, a title of a book that's like my favorite book called The Big Leap. And my other favorite book by Brene Brown is Braving the Wilderness. And those are the two things that I would, so two good. ways I would describe my life within the last year and a half. So good. And I did, that has to play into the idea of, you know, we can model certain things for our kids and things that are important, but ultimately they are their own person and they're going to decide, you know, what is going to work best for them. And so that yeah. your experience I'm sure has to do with that. Well, let's talk a little bit about the word balance because I love the name want to be balanced mom. And do you feel like true balance exists? I know people throw that word around the idea of harmony, of being aligned, that's kind of a new word. Mm -hmm. But what does balance look like to you, Crystal? And what does it look like on a daily basis? Because I know you're out there chasing your dreams and you work with your husband on a lot of things. And so what does that, what does that look like for you? Yeah, I definitely feel like the way I would have described it 10 years ago is completely different. Back then, like I said, it was more about my to-do list and now it's more of a state of mind. And I've also read tons of different books and heard different opinions on the topic. And some people say, yes, balance exists and you can find that balance. Other people are totally against balance. Like you need to be off balance. And like there's a book that I really enjoy called The One Thing where they do kind of integrate the meaning of balance and being off balance and kind of tie it in together somehow. The way they explain it is you can't really put all of your effort, like you can't really do something incredibly well if you're not giving it your all. So in a sense, that would sound like, well, other things kind of have to fall by the wayside and you'd maybe feel as though you are off balance because you're putting so much energy into this one thing. But that's how you make that one thing great because you have to put all of your energy into that. But they explain that, yes, sometimes it might feel like your, you know, other parts of your life might be out of balance, but perhaps that is a good thing, you know, because if you think of your, your life as a whole, rather than your day as your life and thinking, oh, okay, I have to have a perfect balance this day. How about think of your life as over the course of your lifetime, having a balance, you know, like maybe you have, you're in like different seasons, you know, you're in the season of raising babies and then you're in the season of career or you're in the season of education or, or a season of spiritual growth. So there's different seasons, which, you know, can kind of make sense in my mind, how your lifetime will balance things out. And it may not be this perfectly balanced day or month or year, but if you're really feeling passionate and if you're really focusing on your mental health, then I think everything else kind of falls into place. And it's all about our mindset and the way we see the world. <laughs> that is such an interesting concept. And it makes sense. I mean, you have to think about when you're in school, there is a time that you're going to have to push for something during exam week, right? That makes total sense, you know? So. Yeah. 
I love that. I think that's great. And now let's talk a little bit about kids and how you make all of that work. Are you homeschooling? You're not homeschooling, right? They're in school. No, not anymore. Mm -hmm. You homeschool, right? I do one, but I have some in school too. I kind of had an aha moment this summer that I was not going to be a home educator. The only reason that I homeschool one of them is because he has severe allergies, but I realized that's not my passion. And so while a lot of moms are, my sister is amazing homeschool mom. Yeah. I wasn't going to put all my focus there with all the kids, you know? So anyway, how did you make that decision to go from homeschool to school? kind of like how you described, I, I tried it out when I was in that whole mindset of I'm going to be the perfect mom. I'm going to do everything for them. They're going to be the smartest, most well-rounded kids in the world. And that was my goal. <laughs> and now it's just, I realized too, I've really have a different perspective on it. And I appreciate teachers a whole lot more now because I tried it and I realized, holy cow, like this is this is tough. Like not only am I trying to do all the household stuff and doing, you know, the life skills and everything else for our kids, but now I got to teach them math. Like, no, I hate math. I do not want to do that. So (laughs) I decided I'll just leave that up to the teachers, the experts, and I will, I will try to be an expert in my field as a mom, not an educator. But I do totally admire those women who take all that on and they just do it so gracefully. And I think it is all a matter of what are your passions and what kind of personality do you have? And I realized I'm not passionate about math and it's not in my personality to have that kind of patience to teach those tedious things that I do see as very important, but it's not interesting to me where I'm at in my life now, you know? Yeah. And don't you think there's so much freedom in figuring out, okay, what are the things that I am passionate about and that I'm good at? I mean, it's okay to say I'm good at certain things. Other things are just not in my skill set. And when you figure that out, I think balance happens a lot easier. Oh, for right. Sure. I mean, I remember when Pinterest was the thing and we had to make everything for birthday parties and it had <laughs> to be ridiculous. And I had this moment where I love to host parties. I love to entertain, but I do not like to make crafts and yeah. I had to let that go yep. so that I could then balance and actually, you know, host a party and be in a good mood. So yeah, definitely important. I know I for sure in the beginning, just thought that I was going to be this, this Pinterest mom, you know, and I was going to prove to everybody how it can be done. And I was going to teach other moms how you can do it all and be amazing. And I realized that you can't be a mentally stable mother for your kids if you're trying to live up to that kind of standard. Do you time block, Crystal? My husband finally got me on the time blocking. He said, you got to stop multitasking and focus on one thing, even if it's yes. for 10 minutes. Do you use that system? Yeah. I mean, I kind of like go back and forth between different methods because I think I get bored with certain things, but I'm also trying to be open to new things. So I don't want to get ever get too set on a specific kind of way of doing things or a structure because I feel like then you don't leave yourself open for creativity and new ideas to flow through. So I do love to time block. Um, I love to-do lists, but then I also love having days where I'm not on any kind of routine or schedule or I don't really have a to-do list, but I'll get things done, but I'm not 
necessarily following a to-do list. I'm just kind of going with the flow. But those are the hardest days for me because I'm not, that's not like an easy thing for me to just go with the flow and not really have a plan because I love having a plan. But yeah, I like to try different ways and different methods. But I definitely like to set my intentions the night before, visualize my day the night before, and know kind of generally what I'm going to be doing at what times of the day that I'm going to be doing them. And usually my day flows pretty smoothly when I do that. I love that. Now, I want to ask you a question about marriage because I, and I know we don't see the whole picture, you know, social media just shows us the highlight reel, but I feel like part of having that balance is also putting a lot into a marriage. And while yes, you do have those like ashikashi feelings, it also is work. And to me, you and Sean really you just are a great example of dating your spouse and investing in the relationship. So I would just love to hear your thoughts on that. Any practical tips? How long have y'all been married? Have you gone through some funky times and how have you been able to pull yourself out of it? We've been married for 15 years and we've definitely grown a lot together and because of each other, you know, he teaches me things about myself that I wasn't aware of before we were married, you know, and vice versa. And so as much as we hate when (laughs) we do that for each other, like I can be grateful. Thanks for showing me that I'm really bad at that or exposing my weaknesses, you know, but I do the same thing to him and it's not always fun. But in the end, we have a good mindset around it and realize that we can be grateful that we are helping each other in this way as annoying and uncomfortable as it might be at times, it's still in the end, we always come back together and realize that we're grateful for each other for helping each other see those things that we could improve on. But I think we, you know, we go through bouts of doing it in a nasty way where we're helping each other grow in a nasty, not so nice way. And then we do have times where we're more gentle about it. And (laughs) so we're learning in that aspect as well on how to help each other grow, but in a loving way where it's not like we're attacking each other. But that's another thing that I feel like when it comes to balance, there's two things that I love, like consistency and balance, like be consistent with the things that your goals and stuff. Like, so I have my YouTube channel and I do one video per week. And sometimes I'm not feeling like doing a video that week, but my goal is to be consistent. So it may not be like the best video, but to be consistent and to live up to that goal of mine, then I can feel good about it. So I may not put all my effort into creating that amazing, wonderful video that week, but at least I'm fulfilling the goal to be consistent. So with our marriage, we're consistent by having weekly dates And then when it comes to balance, you know, balancing everything else in life and balancing time with our kids and things like that. So we for sure always get our weekly dates in, but sometimes we do spend more time with each other because we're working through something or, or we're experiencing this like honeymoon stage, which I think happens periodically throughout marriage. Like I feel like sometimes you feel like you have just entered into a new stage of a new marriage in in a sense. So it's a new stage of your marriage, but it feels like a new marriage. And we recently experienced that a few months ago and we were spending all day, every day 
just together and so in love and like <laughs> our kids were neglected at that time. <laughs> but <laughs> we're like, but this is important right now. Like this is what, you know, what we need to focus on. Like we really made these breakthroughs in our marriage and it felt like we entered into this new marriage and we had, we were on our honeymoon and it was so much fun. But I, I didn't want to beat myself up over thinking, oh, but we should be doing this, like working even. We didn't even get much work done because we were just like so in love. That's <laughs> but so it's like fun, that's, though. After that's the way years. life is, you know? You yeah. got those things and don't push that away. Like enjoy it and embrace those times when they come. And, you know, even with your children, maybe you're having this really good connection with one child and then you're feeling guilty, like, oh, I'm not spending enough time with the other one. Or maybe there, it's not so much a connection, but a challenge. You know, maybe that one is challenging at the time and they need more of your time or your energy and don't ever push that away, you know, just embrace what is happening in the moment and what, who needs you at that time or who you want to be with at the time and know that things will balance out over time. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that one of the best, I feel like one of the best gifts I can give my children is having parents that are in love and a healthy Mm -hmm. marriage, you know, so they can see what that even looks like. And I think that it makes for them to feel very secure and happy. So I I love that. I think that that's great. Now, I know you and Sean have both been super open on social media and shared some really hard things. And that's honestly one of the things, Crystal, I love about you because you are beautiful and you have the beautiful shots, but there's so much heart behind everything that you share. And I think authenticity is is just king, right? I mean, that's what we all crave is that connection with other people. So was that a conscious decision that you guys made to be very real and open about struggles you guys have had in your life or did that just evolve? It's always been my intention to be real open and authentic, but I realized now that I wasn't always being so open and authentic. You know, I was still trying to play this role and I wasn't exposing every part of me. I was afraid of certain parts of me. And I feel like we have definitely evolved into really breaking through all of those those walls where in the past I would be afraid to say certain things or to share certain things like, oh, no, no, somebody might judge me for that. Or maybe I said that wrong. And, you know, even in the beginning, I would go back and read some of my blog posts and be like, oh, maybe I should change it. Maybe I should take that out. Like worried so much about what people were going to think or if they were going to misinterpret what I said. And now I just feel like I've gotten to this level of confidence around what I share. And we actually share a lot of really controversial stuff and people are not nice. (laughs) Yeah, People love, there are the people that love what we share and they're so grateful. Like, thank you for saying what we couldn't say, you know, what we're too afraid to say. But then there's the people that are like, you better shut your mouth. Like, why are you saying this? This offends me. And at first it, it was a little hard because I'd never really spoken up about anything controversial. I always tried to be the nice person and to not offend anyone, which also left me feeling like, yeah, I wasn't able to really be 100% authentic because I was so afraid of offending anybody. So now I've reached this new stage where I feel like, yeah, what I say might offend people, which is not my intention. I don't want to hurt people's feelings. But I also understand that if somebody is offended by what I'm saying, then that's their work to do. 
or they can move on. They have the choice to unfollow me or to scroll through and not even participate in what I'm sharing if they don't like it, if it doesn't make them feel good. Because I'm not saying that everything I share, everybody needs to agree with. I'm saying that we all see the world so differently and it's okay if we have different opinions and it's okay if I say something that does not is not in alignment with what you believe or doesn't resonate with you. You don't have to be angry with me. You can just move on and be like, oh, that's not, I don't really agree with that, but it's okay. Like we see each other as people, as souls that are on a, this journey right. together, but separately at the same time. And I think that's such an important lesson that you're teaching your children, honestly, because, you know, the world is mean and there are the mean girls out there everywhere that have an opinion, right? Yeah. And so I just love that because you can state your thoughts and do them in love and, you know, people feel that for sure. So, well, let's talk about Crystal. What is next for you? You have written a book, you have this podcast, YouTube, which by the way, you guys, there's so many ways you can connect with Crystal. You will love her YouTube channel. So many, I am a sucker for before and after and <laughs> yeah, so many great before and after, you know, decor, which I know a lot of my followers love as well. So you guys are going to have to check that out, but what, and blogging, obviously being a successful blogger, what is next? I really enjoy my podcast most of all because I feel like it's my space where I can just be so vulnerable and it's more the unedited version of me, you know, and I like being able to talk. I like being able to use my voice and my husband joins me on the podcast as well every third episode and it's fun to, to have that platform where we can share certain messages together and have this thing that we do together. But I think for us together, we really do enjoy the podcast. So we're starting season four of the podcast in, in a few weeks. And then perhaps another book in a couple of years. And my husband is working on writing a book and he's really been an advocate for preventing sexual abuse for children. Yes. And so he's been real passionate about that because he had a story that just came out in the New York Times a few months ago about how he was sexually abused as a child. And the guy that did it happened to be this prominent filmmaker. And it just, it was a very intense story. And it was something that really sparked this passion for him to be a spokesperson for, for children who may feel as though they don't have a voice and to inspire victims to come forward and but most importantly, I think together, we're kind of on this journey of enlightenment. We love sharing our, our journey in this spiritual awakening. And it's become less about the money and more about our passions, which is exciting to be in this space because it's always been like, oh, we got to make that money. Got to yeah. support the family. Got to, you know, got to plan for the future. But now we've been semi-retired for about five years and it's just been perfect timing for us to be able to be in this space where we do have the time freedom and the resources to be able to just follow our passions without even wondering, well, is this going to make us money? Because our podcast doesn't make us any money, but we enjoy it 100%. Yeah, that's awesome. And, you know, to be brave enough, I remember reading that article when you posted it on Instagram and 
reading it that was posted on the in the paper, just how brave you guys both are. And I just love that. Well, Crystal, thank you so much for coming on today. And I know that listeners are going to feel so connected to you. Everything that you said really resonated with me. So any other place that they can connect with you, we've got is Wanna Be Balanced on uh, YouTube, Instagram, everything, same handle. Yep. Everything's want to be balanced. So Facebook as well. Awesome. And we'll be looking forward to season four on your podcast. Yeah. Well, thank you. I'm excited about your podcast because I remember back, was it like a year ago that we did that Instagram live together? Yeah. And I was like, holy cow, you're so, you're such a natural at interviewing. That's not necessarily my skill. I've had some guests on my, on my podcast and I, I'm like, um, I get nervous. I just want to make sure I'm asking the right questions or, you know, interacting in a way that keeps the conversation going. But I feel like it's, you have a gift in that area where you have great skills around interviewing people and communication. So wow. this, I, your podcast is going to be amazing. I'm excited. Can't wait for it. <laughs>